Welcome to the Uncivilized Podcast. My name is Trevor Bohm and I will be your host. Every week or so, I try to get myself a fascinating human on the mic for you, someone who looks at the civilized world just like you do and says, no, thank you. Someone who wants to break some rules, to lead, and to bring their unique vision into the world. Someone for whom the status quo simply will not do. I hope you enjoy these conversations as much as I do. Please dive in. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of the Uncivilized Podcast. This is Traver, and today I have again one of my most favoriteest humans in the whole wide world, Jamie Elizabeth Thompson, or at Holistic Sex Coach on Instagram. And Jamie's talking today in front of an all-male live audience. She's talking about intimacy, she's talking about communication, and how to up-level your sex game if you're stuck at home with a partner, or even what to do if you're not stuck at home with a partner. This is a wild one. Enjoy. All right, guys. Thank you for showing up. This is a unique episode of Unplugged or the Uncivilized Podcast. We have one of my absolute favorite human beings in the whole wide world on with us, Jamie Thompson. And she's going to talk to us about a number of subjects, about sensuality, sexuality, masculine, feminine dynamics, all kinds of ways that we as men who are now either stuck in our homes alone or stuck in our homes with partners can make the most out of that situation on the, in the inner world, right? We're not going to jam today on how do you make to-do lists, how do you crush your goals, how do you Hulk smash shit? What should we deadlift? Uh, We're going to go on a little bit of an inner journey with Jamie. I really wanted to talk about deadlifting. (laughs) We can. Would you like to? (laughs) One of my all-time favorite subjects. I was actually thinking if I had a son, if it would be cool if I named him deadlift. Like how fucking awesome would that be? Like deadlift, come here. Dinner time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe sit on that one for a while. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will take your advice. So, and full just full transparency. Jamie and I just got off a call with about thirty women, and we were talking to them about the other side of the coin here, and how they as well uh, make the most of this time, but not in a like. I don't want this to be a productive. You know what I mean? Like we're not just after more production. We're after very much increasing the quality of the experience we have over the next couple of months, either in partnership, in the bedroom, or out of partnership, out of the bedroom, but with a sensual sexual flair. Jamie, welcome. Thank you for having me here. For the I've... guys who don't know who you are, can you give us like a one minute, who am I? This is what I'm birthing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the language. So I am a holistic sex and intimacy coach, and I work with men, women, and couples to increase communication, have deeper intimacy, have more enjoyable gourmet sex, and ultimately create a greater quality of life together. So I have a community of online women that I work with, and I work individually with 
couples and men. And then I come into various men's groups and, and support as a female voice in that context as well. So I really love when I get to come on here and um, speak with all of you. I, I love Traver and I deeply support Men on Civilized and Traver's work. And I'm always stoked to come on here and to see this screen full of men who are showing up to do the work. And it's, it's always, it's always moving to me, like just feeling the force of, of the energy that is present on this call. I just want to name that. Like I, I feel you guys and thank you for showing up. Thank you so much, Jamie. What is being asked of men right now that we may not know? Oh, I feel that there is a, a deeper call from the feminine right now with, you know, the current state of affairs, you know, with, I mean, we're right in the middle of quarantine and I feel that women are, there's, there's like this feeling of like, where are you? And, and I'm not saying that, you know, it's your fault. You should be showing up. What I'm saying is this is what's coming from the other side is like, where are they? Mm. And it, it leads me to this this notion and this understanding that men and women want the same thing. Cause I imagine some of you are like, I'm sitting here being like, well, where's my woman? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be alone right now, whether you're in a relationship or not. And there just isn't the connection or there actually just isn't someone there, mm-hmm. but it, it, you know, that we want the same thing of like, where, where are we, where, where is there a wall where there could be a bridge? Mm-hmm. How are we not, meeting in the middle? How are we not taking steps to really meet each other and support each other in our differences? And I feel like that is very loud for a lot of women right now. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. Can you talk a little bit about just in the last call, you said that you felt presence even through a, a message on WhatsApp. Before we get into specifics, before we dive into the bedroom, which is where most people want to go without realizing what's the giant foundation underneath it, can you talk about just how you as a woman felt and feel when you have authentic masculine support and what it looks like for you? Yes. I love the question. And I can even feel it here on this call with, with, with all of you here being present. It's, it's uh, presence is, is so, and I know Traver talks about this all the time. Presence is the greatest aphrodisiac. I mean, presence is the thing that, that has me as a woman feel like I'm held and there's something that's safe to lean into. And and what I shared on with, with Traver earlier is I feel so supported by the masculine right now. And, um, and it's, it's like when men just, you know, I have a mastermind group of, of 15 people and, um, a man, one, a friend of mine just came on today and was, and was like, you know, we're, we're buying, we're, you know, we're in talks of buying a plot of land and, you know, it's going to be community living. And I'm here to support any of you in anything that you need right now in that regard. And just like, showed up. It was a quick message. And it was just like, there was something that was so solid about the way that he was speaking and like just the level of 
presence and solidity that he was experiencing. And, you know, two minutes earlier in the message, he was like, I've moved through a lot of fear, Hmm. you know, like brought that, like, honestly, like I've moved through some fear. Like, I don't know what this is going to mean. And I'm, I'm taking action, you know, and I'm like, I'm here to support and play my role in what that means for this community. And I'm here for you. And it's just like melt, Mm. just completely melt in that. And so it's, it's something that, um, I feel like it can seem elusive and yet it's very simple. It's actually bringing your focus and presence and attention to a woman in, in this moment. I mean, there's a lot of women that are terrified right now. This is a great moment to show up. I mean, this is a moment you are literally primed as a man right now to, to like enter into a relationship. There are so many women that are like, I want a relationship. Or if you're in a relationship, there's many partners that are like, I want support. Like I want someone to be here for me. And it's like, just being present is what's needed. You don't need to be some like macho man that doesn't have any fear. It's, it's just being present where you're at. That really makes a difference right now. Thank you for sharing that. I was on a call last night with a bunch of guys and said, imagine having all of the same fears and anxieties that you have right now about this situation, about your finances, about your personal safety and your health. And now imagine doing it in a body that is no offense to anybody listening to this smaller and weaker than the vast majority of the, of the population. Yeah. Bam. There we go. Now I'd love to just circle back really quickly and have you answer from a a very enlightened female point of view. What the hell is presence to the guy who says I'm home every fucking night. I'm sitting next to her on the couch. We eat meals together. What on earth are you talking about saying I'm not present? When in actuality, that guy isn't present, but how does it, what's the, the difference for you as a woman between physical presence and solidity and presence in that physicality? That makes sense? Yes. Okay. So we have many different bodies. We have a physical body, an emotional body, an erotic body, a spiritual body, and a, 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 a mental body. If we just look at it, like these are all bodies. Just because your physical body is sitting at the dinner table with her doesn't mean that your emotional, spiritual, mental, and erotic bodies are present. So I look at this like, where is your attention? And, and for a lot, of, a lot of men, they can connect with their mind in this context easier than some of the other bodies that I named. Mm. So starting with the mind, like actually, where is your attention? Or is when you're having dinner, is your attention on the football game that's playing in the other room, you know, or in this case, the, you know, the news on the coronavirus that's playing in the other room, or is it on your wife or your partner and, and the meal that you're having right now? Like, is your attention on how can we create a deeper connection right now? Like, even if you don't know the answer, the power of asking the right questions it just needs to be underlined. So, so asking, bringing your curiosity of like, I wonder how we could be in deeper connection right now. I wonder how I could have her feel special right now. I wonder how we could um, create a, a more intimate, sexy environment um, and what that would look like for her. I wonder what would have her feel 
turned on in this moment. You know, I mean, it's like the power of asking the right questions will give you different answers. So that I I feel like the way into this is often through the mental body of like, where is my Hmm. mental attention and focus in this moment? Hmm. And Jamie, for, for guys who are now going to ask, I never even think about that shit, right? Like it's, it's like telling her, you know, why doesn't she ask me about deadlifting? Like, why isn't she sitting there going like, how come we haven't had a conversation about deadlifting in six weeks? I wonder what his posterior chain is. I wonder what his mile time is or like how that jujitsu move worked out for him in practice. And it's just not in her realm of consciousness So for a guy that just listened to everything that you said and went, I have no fucking idea where to begin with this. Where does that man start? I believe that whoever has the awareness or the desire is accountable to make the first move. So if you have a desire that is not currently happening um, in your relationship or in this connection, or you simply have the awareness that like, she's not asking me about deadlifting. I guess there's a desire in that as well. You know, I want her to be asking me about deadlifting, right? Like there's a desire in that whoever has that desire makes the first move. And if we play by this, we won't end up in conflicts that keep us from what we really want. Um, what this situation sounds like and what often happens in relationships is, is we end up in conflict about, something when like the very conflict is keeping both of us from what we want. It's a lose-lose situation. So it's, it's like, if you want to have conversations about deadlifts and you want to have her show up in a certain way, the, my invitation is, is how can you bring yourself and, and show up with, with curiosity about, about what she wants. Mm -hmm. And if I was talking to women, I would say the same thing you know, it's, it's not your fault or your job. This is whoever's job who realizes it first. Mm, Beautiful. I think we also, it's very helpful if we get out of the tit for tat, right? If we like take both of the scorecards and just go, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I love when Michaela says that the, the number one missing element in relationship and the number one element in successful relationship is generosity. And just saying, okay, you know what? I haven't been asked about my deadlift in a couple of weeks. Uh, let me be the first one to, to broach this. And I, I get that. I, I, you know, I talk to a lot of men who are frustrated saying, I bring it up, I bring it up, I bring it up, I bring it up. And I think one of the ways the male animal brains, our brain works is if we don't think we can win, we're not going to play. And by win, meaning, all right, I brought it up five fucking times. Uh, it didn't get answered or it didn't happen. So I'm just not going to bring it up again. And that's easier, I think, to deal with than to acknowledge the repetitive rejection or the repetitive feeling of abandonment of, hey, I've said it, as opposed to perhaps getting curious and, and saying, huh, if I'm only asking one way and that way isn't working, how do I ask a different way, a different way? Or how am I showing up when I do ask? Or as you said, how can I also be curious about her so that in response, she's curious about me? I, I love this. And, and from the feminine perspective, women are more uh, relational creatures and men are more problem-solving creatures. So it's like, if you don't have the answer, 
of what she wants, a lot of men are just not going to ask the question. You know, I mean, this is the whole, I'm not going to stop and ask for directions. You know, I mean, you know, that can come, that can come in here a little bit, but, but it's also that like from the, from the feminine, uh, we are, we're stoked when you haphazardly pose a question that doesn't really make a lot of sense that shows that you deeply care about us. Mm. We're stoked about that. We're like, thank you for like showing interest and, and for, for caring about me and, Mm. and being relational instead of being problem solving. So if, if you bring this, this, curiosity. And, um, I love that how Michaela says, uh, generosity, I call it grace, mm-hmm. you know, of like bring, bring grace to the conversation of like that, that, you know, that you've forgiven yourself for not doing it perfectly and not having the right answer, but actually coming with, with curiosity. Um, that is it. it it's just, I mean, it's, it's another aphrodisiac presence and curiosity to, well unknown aphrodisiacs and how many guys right now are thinking like bank account and my truck who fucking knew it was presence and curiosity why am i lifting all these weights why did i get those big tires damn it uh this this is why we bring you on this is like she's the genius who's also just going to peek around the corner and be like this is the truth of what we want jamie in the conversations you're having now with women uh who are at home with a partner and are finding that challenging. Can you speak a little bit about what the nature of that is? Or if I, if you want me to be more specific for guys here, let's, let's actually, let me be more specific. If we have guys who are at home in partnerships that are challenging either for a number of reasons, but yet now they're like, Oh, I don't get my 10 hours a day of out of the house time. What's the one recommendation you would make to them to either build that bridge or to create a healthy boundary for themselves. Absolutely. Um, we are in a time right now where what was bubbling underneath the surface that we didn't see is now very much above ground. And a lot of the challenges that we weren't looking at are very present. And this is happening for a lot of people. So first, just a lot of compassion and self-compassion for you and your family and everyone who's like thrown into a situation that we've never been in before. And so all of our ways of reaction, of reacting to being thrown into an unknown situation that our survival might be at stake, relationships might be at stake, jobs might be at stake, your security. I mean, there's a lot. So it's like really just giving, giving ourselves a break for that. And, um, and then I think this is, this is a time where, it's like game time. Like we've been practicing for this moment for a very long time. And so it's that moment of like, you've been practicing and you're tired and you don't feel like it, but today is the game. And, you know, I speak to men this way. I wouldn't necessarily speak to women quite this way, but it, it's like speaking to that masculine part of you. That's like, I'm going to show up if someone breaks down the door, you know, like it's like speaking to that part of there might, it might just be an emotional door that's broken down right now, but how can you show up? Like it's game day right now. It, it, you know, women need you right now. I mean, it's like, it, it, it's like the feminine needs what we talked about, you know, curiosity, support, 
presence, you know, the feminine in, needs you in this, in this way right now. So with all your shit coming up and bubbling up to the surface, I know that it can be really challenging to be like the, the last thing I want to do is actually lean in and feel this and have the co- hard conversation with her. I would rather go to the bar, rather just watch a game. You know, I'd rather do all the regular distraction techniques and now the conversation that needs to be had that probably needed to be had for a very long time is here and it's game day. It's time to have it. it. It's time to really lean into the discomfort because what people are finding right now is that connection and intimacy is really what matters. And so it's an opportunity to actually create more space for what really matters And the opening to that is having the conversations that feel like nails on a chalkboard. That's the opening, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) As so many openings are, uh, this makes me feel like I want to throw up and die. Okay, let's do it. Great. Let's move towards it. Yeah. Let's welcome to the emotional space or welcome to the relational space. Yeah. I said last night to guys, if you've read a fucking men's book, if you've been to a men's workshop, if you have any interest in this field, you are going, wow, it's now it's game day. It's time to, it's, uh, you know what? You just woke up in the fucking cage. Okay. Let's see. You may not know much, but let's see what you do know. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. And I, I believe this is the first time ever in social media history or my social media history that I have read from a woman writing, men, we now need you. And it was like, oh, what do you know? Huh, good. Some of us have been training for this moment. Amazing. Let's step the fuck up and get in there. And if it's not clear to you guys on this call uh, and those listening, it is the absolute time for us to step up. It is time for that beautiful, grounded, solid mountain energy to go, okay, everything's chaotic. I got this. And even if I don't got it, I'm going to get it. No matter what happens in the next 45 minutes, I'm going to get that too. And it doesn't mean that we don't get to be human. It doesn't mean that we don't fall apart. I may or may not have thrown a pan full of eggs across the room today out of frustration. Happens. And then took myself outside, took a couple deep breaths and went, all right, let's go back inside and, and regroup. Jamie, what would you say to guys? You know, one of the conversations I had before we hit record was a guy saying, I just want to hug everybody. Uh, What do you say to the men who are now waking up and going, oh my God, I had put relationship as priority number 972. And I woke up this morning and realized that it's actually number one. And yet I'm quarantined in my home or I have to keep six feet away from all other humans, including the ones that I'm interested in. What advice would you say for that man for cultivating and working with that energy as opposed to probably bypassing it or blowing it out? One of the things I love about men is how they get an idea and they just run with it and immediately want to take action on it. And they're like, this is what I want. Let me go out and get it. I'm going to start hugging people. It's like, wants to be with me. And I just, this, this, like, I'm going to handle it. I love this quality in you guys. Okay. Like, please. Yes. Yes. And more please. And there are certain moments, this being one of them 
where it might be the time to, to do the inner work about this first. I mean, what a great gift we have right now of, of this awareness of like, wow, I want something new. And what, like, like stop for a moment and, and look and see, wow, is my life set up for this? You know, is, is my, you know, is, is there, you know, pictures of chicks in bikinis on bikes in my room or is it <laughs> Traver? <laughs> How many is too many? <laughs> Just for anybody else on the call who's listening, not me. <laughs> you know, like is, is my life set for anyone who's <laughs> is my life set up for a relationship right now? Is there space for a relationship? Right. Um, do I feel, you know, like I'm, I'm ready to connect with a real feminine or am I like my interaction with women is through porn on a screen, you know, like, am, am like, how can I ready myself and actually reach out to some real women in my life and have real feminine connections instead of going to that porn on the screen, right? right? Like it's like taking the steps that might be supportive of having yourself become the match for the kind of woman that you want to call in. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton of inner work that you can do around this right now. I mean, what a gift in this little incubation period to, to make a list of what you want, you know, to make a list of, of, of the qualities that you have that you feel are a gift to women, you know, to really look and see like, what do I have? What do I have to offer? Like, how can I more, you know, how can I get better at cultivating my, you know, my solidity and my presence and my curiosity? Like, how can I get, how can I get better at cultivating these things? And, you know, what do I already have? That's amazing. What kind of woman do I want? And, and really taking stock and then, and then doing the inner work of seeing like what's been in the way of me having a relationship. Cause just cause I realize it now, five minutes after I've been in quarantine doesn't mean that it's, it's not going to be that the thing that was in the way of having it before you went into quarantine won't still be in the way on the other side. So really doing that inner work to see like, what are my self-imposed limitations and obstacles that are, that I've put in my way of having this kind of relationship and, you know, doing things like this. It's like coming on calls like this, working with Traver, you know, just being supported in, in men's group right now, goodness is now a time for men's and women's groups, like to actually come together and like hold each other in the ways that men and women can't, it's like the second step is to come together as, as a man and a woman. The first step is to like be in connection with the people that are like you to, to really get more clear on how you're actually being and how you're occurring. And then what might need to be worked on that could be in the way of having that relationship that you want. So all of that is work that can be done right now. So, so my advice is just to like, take a deep breath, yeah. slow down, do your inner work. The time will come. Amazing. Thank you for that answer. And I completely agree. We had 40 some odd guys on a call last night and they were so open and so honest. And it was so amazingly beautiful to hear men say, I'm confused. I'm scared. I'm conflicted. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm guilty. I'm all the things. And then get the messages afterwards saying, I just needed to say that to a group of guys. 
And I think it's, it is so vital right now for all of us to have uh, our brothers, literally guys that'll just put their arms around you and say, yep, you know what? I get that. I feel that too. And perhaps do that without the other things that come with a romantic relationship or a primary relationship where you just get to fucking vent. You just get to take the, the, the pressure off the top so that you are solid when you come back and do enter into a relationship. And I really appreciate you saying, take a deep breath because I've had a lot of guys reach out and say, Oh my God, I didn't realize how bad I want a relationship. And I say, are you just lonely? Is this the first time that you've actually been alone in months or years? You may not want a relationship. You may just want to scratch this itch or make this discomfort go away. And you're not approaching this human who you say you want a relationship with, with authenticity. You're just trying to fill the hole, as we talked about last time, as opposed to, wow, I'm ready to build. I'm not looking for a salve that just happens to come in a female body. I I love, I mean, I, I love that you're bringing that up in that way. You know, it's, it's okay to have needs and to have needs that are going to be like really met in relationship and to feel the ache of that. Yeah. And, um, the ache of that can motivate one into making the necessary changes in order to have that. And one of those necessary changes is to look and see like what Trevor's saying is, you know, are you okay with yourself? I can feel in a man, and this is one of the things I, I do with, with men that I work with in this way, is, is it's like I can feel when, uh, when you need me to make yourself more comfortable because you don't feel okay with yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and that is an immediate, <laughs> turns the grape into a raisin. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't feel uh, good. Right. It doesn't, it it doesn't, it doesn't feel good because it doesn't feel like I'm going to get something out of it. You know, if, if, if it's a healthy woman that's showing up with her cup full and wants a man to meet her in that, where you're both showing up with full cups and being like, Oh my gosh, look at all this extra water we have to throw back and forth. This is amazing. That's wonderful. And if someone's showing up with an empty cup, you know, the only, the kind of woman that is going to want to feed your empty cup is, is a a woman who gets value out of sacrificing herself in order to make you happy. And in the long run, you're going to be in a dynamic that is not healthy or good for either of you. Yeah. And guys catch that, like, listen, she just dropped some massive gems. We all know what it's like to be around women where we feel an inherent sense of need as opposed to want and choice. And it may feel good in the moment to like, oh my God, she's taking care of everything that I, everything for me. But eventually that will wear out or eventually you will come to your own sovereignty and she suddenly won't have a role in your life. And then you have to go through the uncoupling or divorce process or whatever it is. And that's messy as shit and expensive energetically and, and financially. So to do this work, spend some time being okay alone. Jamie, can we transition to, since you brought it up and it was like, I've got it on four different post-it notes in front of me anyway. I'm so curious as to what the numbers are going to be on Pornhub in the next six weeks. And I can think they're going to be astronomical. 
And so for the guys that showed up on this call and say, hey, I'm unpartnered or I'm in a relationship where sex isn't readily available or we're not having sex, and yet I want to have a sexual practice that goes beyond me speed jacking in front of my computer while I numb out for 45 minutes to three hours, whatever it may be. Can you share with us, what would you recommend for these men who go, Hey, like, great. Thanks for the advice. But like, I got a fucking tree I need to chop down every morning and I don't know what else to do. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, if you want to just take it on there, I, I, I recommend Taoist practice. Um, so there's a book that's uh, pretty easy to digest and palatable called the multi-orgasmic man. Also, you know, Montak Chia has a lot of work. He's a famous Taoist practitioner that teaches men really the working with the cultivation of energy and the cultivation of life force through the erotic channel in your body so that it's not just about friction, like, like Traver talks about, where it's, it's not just the physical experience of stress relief and that momentary gratification that one might experience when they go through the drive-thru at McDonald's and eat the double cheeseburger, right? It's like actually cultivating a, a sexual practice is a wonderful thing to do during this time. And there are many practices that men can, can do to learn to circulate their own energy, to learn to have um, orgasm without ejaculation, to disconnect the, the, the need for porn from the, the ability to have pleasure. I mean, there, there's men that I work with that are like, I, they're like in tears and, and, and they say, I've never enjoyed and like had pleasure and sensuality in my experience of sex. Mm-hmm. It's been about performance and being a man and, and ejaculating. And it hasn't been about like the journey and the, and the joy of being in the most sacred intimate act we can have with another human. And, and, and first, you know, bringing it back to what we were just talking about being able to have that with yourself. And, and for some men, I realize this is a completely foreign concept and like nobody taught you this in school. I mean, this is like, you know, advanced, right. And, but I love the question because, um, it's, it, it's a great time to, to start. Yeah. And so I'm just going to keep playing devil's advocate here. Uh, so to the guys who now are listening to this at home and go sweet, uh, Amazon's going to take six days for that book to get here. And it's going to take me a week to read it. And then two months for me to figure this shit out. What do I do tomorrow? What do I do today besides duct tape my hands behind my back or just completely white knuckle the experience and say, and bypass it? Like what is, what is the white belt version of working with sexual energy uh, right now? Yes. So there's two things that you want to cultivate and that is attention and sensitivity. And all of the novelty and fancy, shiny things in the world will never come close to those two things as creating a sustainable, absolutely life-changing, earth-shattering sex life with yourself or someone else, like attention and sensitivity. Mm. And so you can begin working with those two things in this moment. 
you know, in this moment, you can begin working with uh, your attention. You know, this is coming back to a little bit of the presence we were talking about and even curiosity of being, uh, bringing your attention and your curiosity into your body, becoming super aware of sensations. I mean, it, sometimes when I start working with men in this, they're like, I, well, sensations, I don't feel anything there, you know, like there's <laughs> not pain, you know, I feel good. And it's like, okay, that's great. And I love that. Let's expand upon that. Yeah. Let's look, you know, look and see like what, you know, like, is, is there some part of your body that's a little more hot or cold mm-hmm. is, you know, is there tingles anywhere? Um, can you feel the hair on the back of your neck? Can you feel the clothes on your body? Can you feel your breath coming in and out? Can you notice, wow, I'm not breathing that deep. Oh, what happens if I breathe a little deeper? You know, it's, it's actually cultivating your attention as a skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. And then, the, and then the next piece is sensitivity. So then it's like, you know, to the man who says, I'm not in pain, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we can become so desensitized and overstimulated. I mean, this is what everything that's big, bigger, faster, stronger has really done to this culture. Mm-hmm. And I mean, men, I, I just have so much compassion because you are at the, the brunt of this because no one is there telling little boys that it's okay to be sensitive. Like nobody's saying that. So it, it cultivating sensitivity, it's like no men are armored and they're tough. Right. And, and so like sensitivity can be completely on the, the, the other end of the spectrum, but yet you can begin to cultivate it by, I mean, even just like touching your arm or your leg and like, just noticing, like, does that feel good? You know, like, how can you actually just like touch your arm in a way that feels good? And this might seem super weird and like, why would I touch my arm? I mean, just, just trust me and try it and trust her. (laughs) And it's because, because the point of it is finding, finding sensitivity, like finding pleasure in something other than that three seconds of orgasm, finding pleasure in the the softer parts, you know, finding pleasure in, in being held. I have, I have a, um, something that you guys might want to look up called the erotic menu. And it's, it's on my website. It talks about, um, four different kinds of turn on and sexual desire that live in four very different worlds based on the elements of earth, air, water, and fire. And so, for example, in, in taboo desire, which is the fire, it's all about intensity, right? It's all about intensity. And that's wonderful. And you can, you know, like, it's like doing things that are, um, you know, threesomes and, um, you know, dominance and submission and, you know, and, and, and very novel things and like stuff that's like really exciting and intense. And on the other end of the spectrum, there's the water. The water is all about romance and sensuality. And men might be like, romance, what? But it's like finding that 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 place in you that that could enjoy something a little more subtle. It's like finding the place that um in ha, it enjoys pleasure and not just entertainment, that can like drop in and feel your emotional body and your heart connected to your cock. Like where in, in that romantic realm is where you connect your heart and your cock. And that's a su- such an important connection and really is a turn on to, to, to women as well. Another aphrodisiac heart cock connection. 
So it, you know, it, you can, you can begin to work on that and actually also develop a dialogue. I'm a big fan of um, something called parts work in psychology, which is separating different parts of yourself as to give the space to have a meaningful dialogue between them. So have a meaningful dialogue between your heart and your cock reconnect these parts that might've been disconnected, you know, for, for your own safety or, or from rejection or, you know, a ton of good reasons, but, you know, to become a better lover, make the connection again. Mm, beautiful. There's, there's so much juice in that, uh, so much potential practice in that. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. For guys who are home in partnerships and are saying, okay, uh, how do I, navigate the sexual question, the sexual conversation, the vulnerability of bringing this up with a partner who's potentially shut down, or we haven't had sex in a year, we haven't had sex in a couple months, uh, and is now even more afraid because of the virus and the, the, this, all the collective shit that's happening. How would you advise that man to broach the conversation? And from what place can he come so that it is received well uh, from your experience as a woman. Absolutely. What What are her love languages, and is she receiving that right now? I mean, it's like for for the feminine, which often so many more women, you know, in, in the erotic menu, have romantic as the thing that turns them on, right? So so they 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 might need to be held, or she might need to to hear. Uh, to hear something from you or to know that she's safe, like actually tune in with what's happening with her. My, my heart rate, when I sleep at night, I wear an aura ring when I sleep at night, my heart rate right now is 10 beats more a minute than it is normally. And than it ever has been. And I don't feel stressed about this, but my primal, I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm doing my practices and I'm, you know, and I'm like staying centered and aware. So I'm on like, the, the, the good, the, you know, like the, the, the healthier side of, of women, as far as response goes to, to the coronavirus, there are some women that are saying, I mean, they're flipping out, they're very stressed, but yet, even though I feel great, my primal body is having this experience. That's it's like a heightened nervous system. And for many women, this is very interesting. There's something called desire non-concordance in, in uh, desire non-concordance means that she might not feel, uh, like she has the capacity for being turned on, even though she wants to be, because there's something in the way. So a lot of men have spontaneous desire. So they can be like, yep, world's going to shit, baby, let's go bang. And she's literally <laughs> like shaking in her seat. Right. And, and is like, what are you talking about? Because her desire is not spontaneous. Her desire is either context dependent or responsive to being turned on. So it's different for women and some men fall into that category and some women have spontaneous desire, but it's like a way larger percentage of men have spontaneous desire and a way larger percent of women have responsive or contextual desire. Mm -hmm. So the context needs to be right. That means like, you know, the house first needs to be cleaned and she needs to feel safe. The kids need to be taken care of the, you know, the prep supplies for potential lockdown need to be bought, you know, that all the context needs to be correct for her to get turned on. 
or she needs to actually feel turned on. Like something is stimulating her in the environment, you know, so you're, you're approaching her in, in the way that she wants to be approached, um, for, for intimacy. So these are, if you don't know the answers to some of these questions about, wow, like what, what is she, what turns around? Let me find out more about that. What an excellent opportunity to cultivate the quality of attention and bring your curiosity to her to learn more about what it is that would actually have her turned on mm-hmm. and, and have her interested in, in intimacy or sex right now. And so that I, you know, the way of bringing this right now is, is in deeper curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like seeing what needs she has, she has that might need to be met before sex is even on the table for her. Mm-hmm. And perhaps meeting them not with the intention of getting sex afterwards. Of just that like, definitely, oh. yeah, that that can be seen through very quickly. Is like you only want to do this because right. you just want to have sex with me. Like you know, like actually find the place in yourself that cares, mm. and um, you know, and and cares about the connection, and ask from that place. Amazing. There's so much here, Jamie. Thank you so much for for sharing your perspective, your genius, your brilliance, all of it. Uh, I'm going to ask you just to share where guys can get more of you, and then I'm going to cut the recording. And if it's okay, have you just answer some some questions that may need to be asked privately. So, Jamie, where can people find more of you, get access to you as a coach or as a teacher? Uh, where are you hanging out these days? So I post a lot on social media, especially in this time since I am in a quarantine. And so my Instagram handle is at holistic sex coach and my Facebook, which I also post a lot on is facebook.com slash miss M I S S Jamie J A M I E Elizabeth E L I Z A B E T E H. And my website, which you can fill out a questionnaire, whether you are single or in a relationship, if you want support with relationship and sex and intimacy and communication and things we talked about today and more, I have a section on my website that you can fill out a work with Jamie form and I will get back to you. My website is jamieelizabeththompson.com. Beautiful. And again, thank you so much for your time. For guys that haven't found the Uncivilized Nation, which is my membership group, I have a couple guys in here who are on it. Uh, I'd love to have you in it. We're now more than ever, as she said, men need male support. And that is one of the greatest things I've seen come out of this. Uh, I had no idea that we would be in this situation when I created it, but holy fuck, is it supporting some guys. So if you're interested in that, please go to www.manuncivilized.com forward slash the nation. And you guys have a kick-ass rest of your day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and um, stay kind. This is Traver Bohm signing off on another episode of the Uncivilized Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please give us a share. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you're interested in getting a hold of my book, man uncivilized whether you're a man or a woman please go to www.manuncivilized.com forward slash the book and get reading